Welcome back to Trade Talk. This is L.A. Aiko. It is uh, so good to be back. Another episode as I am preparing for uh, the week ahead. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, wow, oil has not been talked about that much. Not to say it hasn't been talked about uh, generally overall in uh, the financial news market, but just in general amongst peers. It's interesting. You see... Oil has gone down significantly. Um, WTI crude, Brent crude, the prices have gone down significantly. And that oil means you're gasoline. And I was thinking to myself, well, that means there's an opportunity. And I'm not talking about an immediate opportunity. I'm talking about a futures opportunity. So first, let's explore what my hypothesis is and my thesis is and what the trade is. And then we'll go into the background of why I think this and what within the news has reflected uh, my opinion. So what my hypothesis is, is that oil is very low right now, hovering around uh, shoot, from since last Monday. It has hovered from anywhere from twenty five dollars a barrel all the way up to thirty, thirty one dollars a barrel. Um, it is probably going to stay within the $20 range. Um, it had caught an uptick due to uh, some market stimulus from the Fed. But what I think is going to happen with oil is that uh, come October, November, December, you should see oil prices go back up to $45 a barrel, potentially up to $50 a barrel when um, supply begins to be cut. So how would someone trade that? Well, what I'm looking at is that currently USO, which is the ETF for oil, is about six bucks and it'll probably go down to about five or four bucks and you should be buying it. I'm going to be buying as much as I can because at oil prices as highs in 2019, um, USO was somewhere in the neighborhood of 12 to 13 dollars, 1330 or so at the high. Uh, but you know, you can easily get $11 out of it. You, double your, you can get close to doubling your money, if not better. I love that. Low dollar stock, double your money. Can't, can't lose with that. But if you really want to make big money, go into the futures market, which is the uh, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, uh, Chicago Board of Exchange, and margin your account by uh, oil futures going out to October, November, December. Uh, peg those futures with a bet on oil being at 40 to $45 a barrel. And I will explain why that matters. Um, I love those areas for oil. I love those particular stocks for oil. Uh, there are a few other ETFs, but I tend to just play USO and buy the futures. I think it gives you the most flexibility and the most leverage especially when you have something that you can uh, buy a lot of shares of because the name of this game in stocks is controlling as many shares as you can for as cheap as you can. So I look at this uh, situation that's going on here with oil and I say, well, what happened? Well, on Monday, uh, this, this past Monday, which was uh, March 9th, there was a glut of supply that hit the market from uh, Saudi Arabia. Now, most people who may not be interested in the oil markets or just may not be interested globally about what's happening uh, should know that 
the the spot price of oil is set by Saudi Arabia. And Mohammed bin Salman, who is the crown ruler of uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, also known as MBS, and within the rest of this conversation will be MBS again, Mohammed bin Salman, bin Salman, excuse me, uh, crown prince of Saudi Arabia, um, is trying to assert his dominance. You see, in the Middle East, Saudi Arabia runs things. And the next largest oil producer, excuse me, not the next, but the third with the most influence is Russia. When these two team up together, they are able to fix oil prices at a high level, generally anywhere from around $45 to $50 a barrel. Well, here's the issue. Mohammed bin Salman decides that he wants to get Saudi Arabia out of oil dependency. For those who know a lot about the Middle East, one of the biggest things that the young, uh, the young rulers and the new kingdom is coming to is that they're saying, how do we get ourselves not dependent on oil? Because at some point, oil will run out. If you've ever watched the movie Syriana, you'll, you'll know that one of the things that um, consultants to the Middle East use as a bargaining chip, even though it's, it's far into the future, but again, you know, governments and how things are planned are very far into the future, how countries are planned are very far into the future. One of the things that they say is that you're just a country that's dependent on oil, and once it runs out, who will you be? And a lot of these young rulers are realizing, yes, who will we be? They are thinking about that, and it is of big concern to them. So Mohammed bin Salman says to himself, well, I can turn the country's oil production into a publicly traded company, which is called Saudi Aramco, and we can get this situation rolling and raise a bunch of money. Well, they raised about $25 billion on that Saudi Aramco IPO, but the issue was the stock didn't do well. Now, why didn't it do well? Now, all of this plays into a factor with the coronavirus and uh, oil prices, but the stock didn't do well simply because it only trades on the Saudi Arabian stock market. Why? Because the average investor does not want to invest into a stock that is run by a monarchy. There is no say. There is no checks and balances. It doesn't mean that it's a, it's, it's a fraud. It just means that Investors have no say nor any uh, control. There is no board. It's run by Saudi royals and they determine what's going to happen. So if you want to buy into Saudi oil, you have to buy it in the Saudi Arabian market. They couldn't raise money outside of the market, outside of their own market. Excuse me. So you have this situation where the Saudis have to raise all of this money. And in order to raise this money, oil prices need to be high. That's what makes it valuable. So who do you go to when you have that issue? Well, one of the next biggest oil producers, and that would be Russia. And this is where it all starts to unravel and becomes a problem. So we have the Saudi Aramco IPO. It's weak. You have um, MBS talking to uh, Vladimir Putin and how they and the Russians can keep oil prices high. This is why you have about $53 oil in 2019. But something starts happening. Chinese economy goes to hell in a handbasket. 
They don't know what to do because their first quarter is pretty much shot. Oil demand is not as high um, in the general economy. And your biggest consumer of oil isn't buying. That's China. So you start to say, so Russia and Saudi Arabia, mostly Russia, starts to say to itself, well, we need to shore up our books and we need to make sure we have enough money. And selling oil at this high price while the economy is not doing well and China doesn't want to buy at high prices because it, it, it's not sure of what is going on with the coronavirus. China needs, needs to pay less money and we need to sell more of this oil so that we can make sure we have enough money in case we run into problems. Russia decides that they want to increase production. Well, MBS is like, no. We're not increasing production. He inserts his dominance as we are Saudi Arabia. We control a majority of oil production and you will listen to us. At the same time, there's an OPEC meeting. And within that OPEC meeting, other members of OPEC are wanting to lower prices because the economy doesn't call for high prices and it won't justify countries paying the high prices. However, Mohammed bin Salman, not looking at the global economy and the scale of the virus, says, nope, we're keeping high prices. So to spite uh, the royal sovereign of Saudi Arabia, Russia increases oil production roughly to about 500,000 barrels a day. This is huge. But in an answer to that, Saudi Arabia increases to 1 million barrels a day. Therefore, having that issue on Monday where before the American markets opened, oil prices fell dramatically. Literally the worst uh, they've been since 1997. And when this happened, you say, what is going to happen to the overall you know, oil uh, economy. Well, here it is. The U.S. runs into huge problems. And it's not the U.S. government or the U.S. economy, but U.S. oil companies. Back in 2008, when we had high oil prices, we were trying to figure out how do we get these oil prices to be sub $100 a barrel. And the only way you could do that was for Americans to produce more oil. So how are we going to produce all this oil? And we finally figure out that we can use fracking, which is using uh, hydraulic water um, underground to uh, get oil. And we can use uh, shale. So we have these two methods of producing oil, but they're expensive to produce oil and oil needs to be at roughly $40 plus a barrel in order for it to make meaningful sense to companies to you know run that operation every time that Saudi Arabia and OPEC decide to flood the market with oil and it suppresses prices it causes a bunch of American companies to go into bankruptcy 
this is going to be pretty ugly. With oil prices so low, American companies cannot compete in shale and fracking. It's not because they can't sell the oil. It's simply because they have to take loans, as most oil producers have to do, take loans in order to uh, extract oil from the ground. And those loans are very expensive. And with oil being at anywhere from 20 30 $35 a barrel, these companies aren't going to survive. And with those companies not surviving, it's going to greatly impact the American economy along with uh, the coronavirus in tandem. It's going to be ugly out here. And while oil prices are cheap, the only person who can raise them is Saudi Arabia and Russia. And those two are at odds right now. But it doesn't mean they're going to stay at odds. Obviously, at some point, they got to make money too, right? Because the state of Saudi Arabia, the country, and I say the state because that's the royal, the royal family, is funded by oil sales. So if oil prices are low, they're not getting their monthly stipend or their monthly stipend is being cut. But for the meantime, I can't tell you if this is a strategy by Mohammed bin Salman or what he is thinking, or it's just to exert his dominance. I think it's more so to exert his dominance and let people know I am the new ruler. You are going to follow me. He's been ruler for about two, three years now. But what you have to look at is that this is going to drastically affect the U.S. economy. And when it's affecting the U.S. economy, you have to think, where can I make some money out of that? Because wherever there is disaster, there's an opportunity to make money. I think that the money is to be made in uh, the future sense when the elections come around and they would have the Russia and Saudi Arabia would have already pieced out their agreement and started raising prices because they know that the US economy has money though everyone is thinking that this coronavirus is uh this you know this a vicious attack on the US economy you know it is but it, it, it's not affecting the overall uh the I don't want to say the overall financial companies weren't hurting before this happened. Now, obviously, in earnings season, it's going to be ugly and companies are going to be hurting and forward guidance has been cut. Hence why I said in my last post, uh, Nike uh, will will be greatly affected by that and anyone else who produces a physical product that comes through China. But again, the the American economy didn't have a bunch of weak companies just trying to survive. So this isn't an issue of where the companies are are soft. This is more an issue of the companies that are within the energy sector are going to be obliterated. I, I'm not talking about they're going to, you know, oh, they'll be hanging. No, they're, they're going to go bankrupt. And I don't think it's on the government's agenda to keep them alive. I mean, even the coal industry is getting obliterated in all of West Virginia, Kentucky and those areas. And. The U.S. government is not saving them. Um, mostly they want to go to clean energy, and that's probably what's going to happen. But it would be interesting to see how it folds out. This is going to be a supply and demand issue. And for those who might be a little lost on what I'm saying is that oil prices are low. There's too much supply. There's money to be made in oil by being long, buying oil stocks to hold them long 
but it's not on the short end. It probably won't be until October, November, December when the elections are coming around that you will see uh, oil prices start to spike up or supply start to get cut to spike back up. Unless uh, this is a very spiteful fight between Russia and Saudi Arabia and MBS and Vladimir Putin decide they're going to hate each other all summer. But I don't think that's what's going to happen because the American economy has money and um, interest rates are low. They're going to come to realize that the American economy has the money to buy. And as China uh, stabilizes, I can't say they'll stabilize immediately. Obviously, there's no vaccine probably have until later in the year to stabilize. Uh, But they are starting to uh, open a few stores, at least the Apple stores open in China. You will start to see that um, one of the biggest buyers of oil uh, will have to start to pay more because uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia will force them to pay more, mostly Saudi Arabia. And uh, oil prices will start to uptick. I believe later part of the year, you'll see oil at 40 to $45 a barrel. But in that meantime, coming into the summer, you will see American oil companies go bankrupt. I know some people are long oil, but they don't. But they better understand how that company gets their oil because if it's through shale or fracking, you're going to be long oil right now when uh, the Fed is saying, oh, we're going to you know, shore up the economy with uh, the coronavirus bill. We're going to uh, inject stimulus. We're going to reduce interest rates. That's fine. But if those oil price, if, if, if Saudi Arabian and Russia keep those prices low and your company that you're investing in has to buy, uh, has to do with fracking or shale, they're going to go out of business and you're going to lose your money. Be smart. Pay attention. This is LA Aco with Trade Talk. Thank you for tuning in.